Hey guys, I'm Esther, owner of Sarah Design. And I'm Jen, owner of Hello June Creative. Welcome to Better, the brand designer podcast. We're all about broadcasting conversations that support our design community and covering industry secrets and offering actionable advice. Just remember, the only designer you need to be better than is the one you were yesterday. Hey guys, continuing on with our From the Archives episodes. And this one is so special. I just love any opportunity to get to hear Giselle's voice again and just to hear like kind of the stream of consciousness that she has. This is a solo episode that she recorded all about how she made 10K um, with her first digital course launch, uh, which is ClickUp for Designers. I mean, obviously it's is still such a tragedy losing her, but I know she was so excited about this course. And I'm genuinely sad also for all the designers that won't get the opportunity to take her course. I was able to take it. It was amazing. You guys know I use Notion currently, but I learned so much about ClickUp and just so much about organization and structure from Giselle. She really, truly was like a systems wizard. And I'm just grateful, of course, for the time that I got to spend with her and record with her, but also learn from her about systems and processes. So a couple things before we get into the episode. So many people that I personally love and connect with mentioned on this episode. Um, we have a wonderful mention of Albany Miriala, who is her coach and the previous um, From the Archives episode that Esther introed, which was um, Albany's um, episode on crafting a growth mindset is amazing. Kelsey Kerslake, who is a good friend of mine and Giselle's past coach, one of Giselle's past coaches, and then Diana Martinez from Required Reading. Uh, all three of those people were guests on the podcast. Just so wonderful to be able to connect with them. And then just being able to hear in her own words, the impact that those people made on her business and her life it was just amazing. I love how personal Giselle gets in this episode. It really inspires me to want to create more personal content. And that's something that Esther and I have been chatting about with the podcast. Giselle talks about being an anxious person and how systems can help with that and how perfectionism is something that she struggles with. And that's definitely super relatable for me. Um, I feel the best when I have like a really good crafted to-do list. But I love how also she talks about being able to pull back and focus on family and mental health and not feeling guilty or shameful about taking a step back. And I feel like in every season of my life, like this has been so relevant. I talk about mom guilt a lot on my um, my Diary of a Creative, which is my weekly email newsletter. If you guys are not subscribed to that, you can go subscribe on my website, hellojunecreative.co. But I was just talking about how I never really feel like mom guilt is going to fully go away. Um, I always feel like when I'm with writer, I should be working. And then when I am working, I feel like I should be with writers. So it's this catch 22 that just like causes strife and guilt and shame. It's just kind of like a spiral. But um, hearing how Giselle broke out of that for herself was just really amazing. And obviously it's a journey and something that we get to work on and grow through, which I love. So I think the last thing that I wanted to point out here is that I love that she talked about waiting until the right moment to launch something new. And this is something that definitely I relate to. Um, I just had my very first, well, not my first launch. 
um, in the education space. I've been mentoring other designers for over a year now, but I just did a launch for my very first small group program, the Design Mini Mine, and I'm so excited that the program sold out. Uh, it was only eight spots and I'm super excited about the students that signed up. If you guys are listening, I'll see you on January 9th. So excited. But a really big question for me in like prior to launching that was like, am I ready? Am I ready for this? Is my business ready for this? And the answer was a resounding yes. But I feel like if I had like tried to rush to do this earlier on in my business journey, I feel like the quality wouldn't be as good. And I feel like I just wouldn't have the confidence that I do now and the excitement that I do now to mentor the designers in the group. So um, I think that's a really important thing to think about if you guys are thinking about branching out into education or even creating digital products, courses, things that are beyond the one-to-one service space that we all work in. Yeah, I just feel like this episode is so chock full of wisdom and I hope you guys enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Giselle Field from Wander Design Co., the only person today for the special recording. I wanted to talk about my recent course launch, ClickUp for Designers, and I'm just excited to be hanging out with you guys today. Also hear any suggestions that you have for future episodes. I think Jen and I are going to do a few more special episodes like this where it's just one of us on the podcast speaking about something in particular that we have experience with. And we're just having fun here. So let us know how you like these um, individual episodes as well and what you would like to hear more about too. I wanted to go over my experience with my first ever course launch in case there's anybody that is interested in doing a course launch and um, you don't know where to start or you've been intimidated for a long time as I have. And I also wanted to go over like the way beginning before um, even getting to this point, like I'm speaking like two years ago when I first wanted to start doing digital products and it took me two years to actually do it, which is part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to hopefully motivate you to just go for it and see what happens. So for those of you that don't know, I launched ClickUp for Designers I think it was December of last year, COVID times, everything's kind of a blur. (laughs) But um, I launched it then as a pre-sale and then I launched it officially in January, by the end of January, um, as an actual launch. In either case, I didn't do a full-on launch strategy. It's more of like a casual launch and I'll go over in detail um, what I did and why and who else was involved because I could have not done this by myself. And I'm just that type of person, I guess. If it wasn't for Jen, we wouldn't have the better podcast. (laughs) So going back to two years ago, um, let's say, you know, it's December 2017, about to be 2018. I had just signed on with Avani for my first ever freelance coaching. And that was a really scary, big investment for me at the time. And I chose that over a digital product launch, um, like where they were going to teach us all about creating digital products on Creative Market. This was a Basil and Bark course. And I was really interested. Basil and Bark does an amazing job on Creative Market. And 
I was doing pretty poorly with Wander Design at the time. Um, I had one big client and then every now and again, I would get um, another client, not nearly at the level of my big client. So I felt very uneasy relying on that one big client and wanted another stream of income. Because my clients, you know, I didn't have like a steady flow of clients at the time. I felt like having the digital products just seemed very, you know, reasonable because then why not have, you know, some extra income coming in on the side? So that's where I was at. I was at a crossroads in my life at that point or my career, I guess, and decided to just go for the freelancing instead, which in retrospect is just the choice. Like, I'm so glad I made that choice. I'm so glad I invested in Avani. And she, to this day, still provides so much value um, and insight and wisdom. She's an incredible, incredible person. And if you want to hear more about her, she has a whole podcast called The Six Figure Freelancer. And just every podcast episode is just chock full of advice. But anyway, a little love fest for Abney. <laughs> she um, immediately, like when we did our one-to-one strategy session, she looked at what I was doing. She saw the gaps that I didn't see. She was there to point at the things that I was blinded to because I was so close to it. And we decided to work on that aspect of my business. It involved, you know, underpricing myself, um, the way that I sent my proposals, like a whole bunch of little details that just completely it just sparked my business into life. And since then, I've been making a, a lot more consistent income and everything. And so that was a really great call for Wanda Design. Now, for the digital product part, um, Avani told me that I should be working on building this clientele first. And then when I'm at a point where I feel comfortable, with the client loads and I have some extra time, that's a good time to start thinking about digital products. So that's what happened. So two years later, I'm at a point where, you know, even actually a little bit sooner than that, I would say like a year, year and a half later, I was at a point where I had more freedom. Um, I didn't have to 100% work on my client stuff or wander design all the time because I now had a team that was there to support me. And I was ready to get started, but I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what the course would be. I didn't know what to teach or what to create. If it was going to be a course or a digital product, creative market, it was overwhelming. So um, I sat around for a bit about that. And it had crossed my mind that my ClickUp process was like beyond like the average designer's ClickUp process. And this was, you know, because of, feedback from our clients and like team members. When I brought on my recent project manager, Amanda, who is absolutely amazing, um, I onboarded her, I think in like July or August of last year. And she was blown away by how easy it was to get onboarded to ClickUp. And ClickUp was new to her. Dubsado is new to her. Like all these things are new to her. And she was able to like... Basically, I think we had no more than like a two-week training. And then I went off for my um, wedding anniversary with my husband to Mammoth Lakes. And we were, I think we were away for at least a week. I think it might've been two weeks. Again, a blur, but we were in the mountains, climbing mountains, no service in sight whatsoever. I come back and everything is being handled. And we even had signed on new projects while I was gone. Like Amanda took care of things so well. And 
that was when I realized, okay, I have a really great ClickUp process. And it's helped me onboard team members at a really fast pace. I didn't have to do much. Um, I, you know, all of our projects are really organized and streamlined. And I know like coming back to projects that I hadn't even seen before, seeing like what the status was for all of those, what was being wait, who was waiting on what, and um, just all around, like everything felt so organized. And I had a moment, well, the entire time I was on vacation with my husband, he um, pointed out to me, like, I have never, I have never seen you this um, present while we're out and, you know, you're not working. And like, ever since you started Wander Design. And that was a huge compliment to me because I, I'm an anxious person. I definitely get anxious about things. Like I'm not the nap type because if I lie down, I start like running through lists in my head. So the way that I've coped with that is just being like super organized and finding a way to make everything a lot easier and also like not letting myself complicate things. So um, there was that. And then just like the whole process was amazing and I was really happy with it. Didn't think much of it, but I did think, well, maybe if I did want to do a course, it would be on this. So that was the idea. That's where it was first introduced. It was sometime in August and I thought maybe I could teach this. Um, but I needed to know if like people even cared to learn this, if it was even valuable to anybody else. Just because it's valuable to me doesn't mean that it's going to be valuable for other designers. So I had to test the idea out. And so I decided to get a little bit more serious about it and um, presented it to my coach, Kelsey. Kelsey Kerslake, she runs Pine Gate Road. And she also runs the Aligned Business Mastermind, which is just like another level of the Business Academy. It's more one-to-one and there's you know a small group of people. And I was part of the mastermind. And I was in it the entire year from January of last year till January of this year. Um, it's a whole year-long commitment, definitely my biggest investment in my business. And I'm so grateful for Kelsey. She is incredible and super sweet and just like also isn't afraid to tell you what you need to hear. And I love her for that too. So Kelsey, her and I laughed about how detailed my ClickUp process was. And and she was also like, this is huge. Like this is really valuable. I think a lot of designers would really love to learn about this. You should definitely um, go and try out and see if this is something that you you can create as your digital course. So we decided on a pre-sale launch. And with this pre-sale launch, the course isn't created yet. I just go around social media, my email newsletter, any place where I have a group of designers that would be interested um, and ask them if they're interested in this, but to the point that they're interested enough to invest in it. So I created a sales page on Teachable. I signed on to Teachable. Um, just because it's so much easier to sign on there. I think you know you can also definitely make it a little more complicated, but I really wanted to not complicate things. Like I specifically did not want to do things the hard way. And that's why I used Teachable and created a sales page through that. And I just created a pre-sale offer of like $200 to see who's interested enough to like be serious enough to invest in this course. And I set my good 
better and best goals that Kelsey taught me how to do. And the good goal is like, this means it's successful. And in this case with the pre-sale launch, it means if I hit my good goal, then I am going to create this course. My better goal is this would be awesome if you know I hit this goal. And my best goal would be like, oh my God, I thought this goal was impossible and I hit it. That's how big that best goal is. So long story short, I ended up hitting my good goal, which I was thrilled. My good goal was like, I think, I think it was 10 sales. I don't have the numbers in front of me. So I had at least 10 people that signed on for the pre-sale, which validated the idea for the course. And now it was time to execute. So with this pre-sale, I had set and I, I wanted to make sure it was clearly stated that this course will be available December 29th, I think it was a date. And I was selling the course early in December. And I only did it through a window of like seven days or like five days or something. I think it was like Thursday to Monday or like Thursday to Thursday. I don't remember. But I wanted there to be a sense of urgency because I needed to know by a certain date, like, is this going to be worth my time? Is it going to be worth my effort? Are people going to care if this is going to be something that people want? And so I set a deadline and I set a pre-sale price, which I will never sell it that cheap again because now I have the material and I've added to it and it's only getting better and better. So if anything, it's only going to go up and up in price. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But so the pre-sale was a go. I was really excited about it. Considering that I didn't do a full like crazy launch and you know invested a bunch on it, I just went around and like spoke about it and wrote, you know, my own copy. I created a logo really quickly for it. I chose my color palette and I put it all together so quickly, like really throwing perfectionism out the window because I really wanted to focus on the content. And I'm so proud of that because I am really difficult when it comes to perfectionism. It's something I've struggled with for a long time. And this was probably the fastest I've ever turned something around without like going over the details and the nitty gritty of design. So that's important because then later when I finally, you know, sat around or not, I didn't sit around. (laughs) I sat down for like a week and recorded all of the material and re-recorded and re-recorded. And I just wanted everything to be perfect. It's still not perfect in my eyes, but um, people are being really receptive to the way that I've taught it, which is incredible. I don't consider myself a good teacher, which is another thing I had to go over about like imposter syndrome and things like that. Um, but overall, like just incredible, incredible feedback I've gotten since. And I'm really happy with it. And it's only validated you know, the course more to me. So I already knew that after I dropped the course material to the current students that I was going to use their feedback to update the course even more and add in a few more things that I didn't have the time for earlier that were kind of more like bonus things and also like see what I could do better. And with that, I created an actual launch strategy again with Kelsey And in this case, I um, added more to the course. And I also actually designed the landing page that I wanted, like one that really called to our designers, like my target market and 
felt more like familiar and at home for designers. I also use my copywriter, the incredible Diana from Required Reading. And she helped me with the copywriting so that everything felt a lot more clear. And she did an incredible job with that. And I had created a strategy of, I think like the first couple of days are the quick action days or like the first day. So if you know people are ready to buy, then if they buy that first day, they're going to get their biggest savings. And then the next couple of days would be you know a little bit more. And then a few days would be a little bit more. And then finally, I think February 1st onward, the course has set at its evergreen price, which right now I think is $4.95. And it wasn't like a crazy big launch. I didn't do much. Like I think I set up like social media graphics and made sure to talk about it every day, make sure to answer questions. Jen and I did a clubhouse live event so that I could ask specific questions about ClickUp, which was awesome. I love doing that. And um, and Jen and I are going to do more clubhouse events as well for a better podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I also did the email newsletter sequence, which I really like doing it. It's just so much work. And I think I need to have like a VA for content marketing. Um, and I also like want... I don't want to just show up to my email newsletter and be like, hey, I'm selling something. Come look at it. Like I want it to be like a relationship and value and like me coming over and giving out like free content and um, you know, showing like behind the scenes click up things and things like that. So that's what I want to do, but I didn't, I just didn't have the bandwidth for that with this launch. So instead it was more like pushing sales or like pushing people to the sales page and that's definitely something that I wish I could do better. Um, but overall, I had my good, better, and best goals. And I hit my good goal again. And um, in total, I made over $10,000 with selling ClickUp for Designers, which blows my mind. And also, I am incredibly grateful that I listened to Avani and waited until it was the right moment in my life to sell this course, to create this course, to spend all that time in the course. Because it is a lot of time. It is a lot of attention to detail. It's definitely, you know, if you're still struggling with, you know, gaining clients and things like that, it's going to take you away from that. And you have to prioritize like what's important, what's going to give you the best return of your investment. And in this case, like I had the bandwidth to spend time on an extra project now. And um I look forward to like delegating a week every month to making the course better and doing that. And also, I was very intentional about it being just about the course and not building a whole thing, like a whole community with the Facebook group and our Slack channel and all of this. Because I know I right now, I only have enough bandwidth to create the material and answer people's individual questions. But if the course were to get way bigger and we had like a huge amount of students, then I would, you know, back off of client work a little more and move over to ClickUp for Designers and create something like maybe like QA workshops or some other way where the, our students can feel supported, but that I can also fulfill in a quality manner. So I don't want to show up for our students and like not actually be there for them. So that's why um, I currently don't have anything in regards to like a community. But 
I can definitely like answer people's emails or they'll send me an Instagram voice message or something and I'll respond. I'll even send like a video recording every once in a while, whatever is easiest for me to respond with. So it's been really awesome getting to learn with the students and doing all of that. And thank you so much to Kelsey for helping me to um, figure all these details out. And because she's also like really experienced with her digital products, which are her coaching courses, then um, she had a lot of awesome things to teach me about and advise me on that saved me a ton of time, honestly. And if I even, you know, if I didn't attribute any of like my client work successes to Kelsey, then I just attributed the ClickUp course success to Kelsey, then that already paid for itself. Like the investment that I made on my mastermind was like to help me scale my team and all these things. And Kelsey did beyond all of the things that I thought I would do in a year. So um, I really owe it to her for being in this position. So I just wanted to share that and be fully transparent that I don't feel like I have it all figured out. I definitely um, created like really soft launches and it wasn't as aggressive as you see like other people doing like a full strategy launch. Um, And I think I'll work my way towards it, but it's not... My motivation isn't coming from like, I want to make this much amount of money by this certain time. My motivation is really coming more about the quality of it. And I'm just really glad that I was able to, to start it, to get started. And, you know, being really in tune with what is valuable for our students, which is why I'm not like dumping a bunch of content to the course time and time again, because then it defeats the whole purpose and my whole philosophy of like essentialism, which is a book by Greg McGowan. And I talk about that book in ClickUp for Designers. It's an amazing book that I live my life like thinking about what are the biggest priorities, how can we simplify things, and what should we execute, what should we you know, throw out the window. And I love it so much. And that's how I've built my ClickUp process. That's how I navigate a lot of parts of my life. And I can't say enough good things about that book. So another thing too, and I talk about this in the sales page, which felt a little weird at first, but as Kelsey pointed out, like this is something that shows my authenticity. It shows where it's coming from and why I believe in my process so much. And it's, you know, after I had my wedding anniversary trip with my husband and saw that ClickUp was doing really well for our team. And um, I had some like, you know, I had this content that I could sell or, you know, this knowledge that I could sell to other designers, teach them how to have their best process. Well, then I think a month later, yeah, it was like late September, my, one of my family members um, was really sick and he was in the hospital and um, it wasn't looking very good. And I, it was a really hard moment in my life because, you know, COVID, it's really hard to travel. And he had just come back from Mexico and basically went straight to the hospital. Um, and I had this like incredibly sad moment where I felt like I couldn't do anything. So my husband was working a lot 
at a college that's about a, an hour away. So um, I was alone a lot anyway to begin with. And I thought, well, I can be with him, with my, my grandpa, um, who was the one that was sick. I can be with him right now while he's here, you know, just in case and just like stay there for a little while, be quarantined. And, you know, it was my, it's my last grandparent. So I did that and I started working from California. I live in Sedona. I was staying with family, working there and just like being there for my grandpa. And like, it was a very trying time for us. And I had to spend a lot of time just focusing on our family and my mental health as well. And um, I really had to take a step back in my business, which again, with ClickUp and my project manager, Amanda, and our designers was really easy for me to do. But I had a lot of shame. Um, I was carrying a ton of shame that I wasn't working as hard as the rest of my team, that I wasn't showing up for my clients, that I like, I basically felt like I was hiding. Um, <clears throat> and at first I had to step back to be with my family and like work on my mental health. But I think what really happened was I went to go be with my family and they made me vulnerable um, with the situation we were dealing with. And because of that, I retreated from my clients or like my want to design stuff and then felt shame which only fed my shame that I was already feeling. And it was a whole cycle of the shame that I was dealing with, which you know really hurt my mental health. And so then I had to address that. And then when I finally opened up to Kelsey about it, she gave me this beautiful message. Um, and I didn't open up to her earlier when I should have because of that shame. So when I was finally like, I need to own this and I need to face it. And I told Kelsey what was going on. Um, I was even like missing mastermind calls, for example. She told me that I shouldn't feel ashamed that this is why I have my business. It's so that it can support me and what's important in my life at the moment. So whether before it was you know me traveling with my husband and it supported that, well, now it's me being there for my family and it's supporting that. And I shouldn't feel ashamed that I built something to support me during these low times. And it made so much sense to me. I like felt this wave leave my body and I didn't feel ashamed anymore. I realized like she's totally right. Like this is why I work so hard. This is why I've spent so much time and tears and energy. And I did this all so that my business can be there for me. And that's why I built my whole ClickUp process too, is so that all of this can be there to support me in times where maybe I can't support myself or something. And that's something that Kelsey teaches all the time is how to bust proof your business. So she, she describes it as, you know, if you got hit by a bus, will your business survive? And she's there to make sure that your business still survives. And in this case now, it's like COVID, you know, let's pandemic proof our businesses. And yeah, like that's, that's what I feel like I got from having that support with Kelsey. Of course, she wasn't the only one that was supporting me. Um, of course, Jen always a huge support and I love Jen to death. She is amazing. Uh, my family, my husband, like everybody that was around and I opened up to. Um, I was also not very available on social media at the time. 
So this was like in the fall and just like really retreated from the world to work on what was important in my life. And even just talking about it right now, I feel like this pressure on my chest. So anyway, like with that said, when I started to finally not feel shame anymore, I realized like I need to do this. Like I really just put my process to the the biggest test so far and it's been there for me. It's been there for our clients. Like our studio was doing so well when I mentally was not. And that just blows my mind. And I think um, like it's what Kelsey says is really true. Like we really can make our businesses run without us. Um, I'm not at the point right now where I can make it fully run without me, but I definitely am learning to get there. And each week is a whole new learning experience. And I always just want to update the whole world about like, this is what I learned today, <laughs> which is part of why we have a podcast. But that's that's the whole gist of how ClickUp for Designers came to be. And now that I am at peace with my life, my family's doing well, Wander Design is doing well, you know, oh, I just, there's just so much that I am so grateful for. And I just want to like be 100% transparent and vulnerable with you guys. So if you have any questions in particular, please reach out to me. I'll send you a voice memo or a written message, or I'll even send you a video if that's easiest for me at the time. Um, I'm definitely really grateful for the friendships that I've made through Better and also through Instagram, Facebook, even Clubhouse now, like I'm making friends through there. And it's amazing to not only not feel alone, but to also feel supported by people that you haven't even like met in real life. <laughs> so I am just really humbled for everyone's support. I I'm really excited that I'm providing something of value to other designers. And I only hope that it gets better and better. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I think that's all I have for now. I'm sure I forgot a million things that I also wanted to share. But I think from now on, what you'll see is I don't want to make my course a premium product in terms of you know closing the doors and then opening them, them again every once in a while because I think our processes can't wait. And also, I care more about the value that I'm giving our students than I care about the profit that I'm making. So um, what I'll do is I'll have sales every once in a while. I don't know when I'll have my ne- next sale. But I do know... And this isn't 100%, so don't hold me accountable for this. But I would love to be a part of the whole Black Friday chaos. And maybe I'll create something really fun for that. Um, but yeah, overall, ClickUpForDesigners.com is here to stay. I'm super excited. And I look forward to creating a lot of free, valuable content to support the ClickUp for Designers course. Um, I need to find a VA or something to help me reach that new level because I don't have the bandwidth for that. So we'll see when this even starts, but hopefully very, very soon and sooner than we think. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Subscribe wherever you're listening to make sure you don't miss an episode. And we'd be forever grateful if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. We bet you've got designer friends who'd enjoy it too. So share it with them. 
If you'd like to submit an inbox question for us to answer on air, or you want to get in contact with us directly, email us at inbox at betterbranddesigner.com. Our Facebook community is one of the most positive, supportive, and fun groups we've ever been a part of. We'd love for you to join us. Search for Better the Brand Designer Podcast on Facebook. If you love these conversations between designer friends and would like to support us, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash betterpodcast. And visit us online at betterbranddesigner.com to learn more about our podcast and snag major discounts on our favorite resources. Special thanks to our producer, John, from Wayfair Recording Co. See you guys again next week.